This Wednesday, September 20th, MLB Betting Picks edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Roster brought to you by GameTime. Snack the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and again use promo code CFBX. Roster brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times your money in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, September the 19th, currently 5.04 on the East Coast. Here to get into our MLB betting picks for the Wednesday schedule. And joining me here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as the voice here on the MLB Gambling Podcast, the hardest working man in the sports gambling industry is Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how's it going, my friend? What's going on, Munaf? Good to be with you. I feel like we haven't done one together in a while, me and you. It's but been a minute. To, yeah, it's been a minute. Good to be with you. And uh, yeah, chat's going along smoothly already. I love it. Yeah, man. Shout out to the chat. Uh, still grinding it away with us, man. I know a lot of people have their attention on uh, college football and the NFL, but our usual suspects uh, in the chat with the shout out again to TVDBJ. First in the door again. Uh, Ryan's in there as well. Uh, so appreciate you guys. Some new faces in there. Adam as well. So appreciate you guys joining us uh, on the chat here. Uh, D-Rock, man, we're, we're getting close to the finish line, man. We have, what, about uh, a about week two and weeks. a half? Yeah, yeah two weeks like left. That. Yeah, a handful of games, we should say, left for uh, the MLB regular season. But, you know, still some things still to be determined. Obviously, the wild card races mm-hmm. in both of the leagues. And then also the AL West uh, uh, race is still up for grabs. And also the uh, AL East uh Rays and Orioles are still battling out there, but uh, Orioles still maintaining their lead. They got a huge victory on Monday night uh, yeah. against the Astros and come from behind fashion and cost me the run line in that uh, ninth inning. But um, yeah, it's going to be a fun race uh, down the stretch here uh, for these races. Uh, but, you know, like I mentioned, over these last two weeks, at least we're probably going to just cover the top eight games, top eight to 10 games. I know we have eight games here tonight. We're going to talk about, uh, but again, if you are in the YouTube chat live and you want us to, you know, talk about a game that we don't talk about at the end of the pod, we'll quickly go through it. But uh, we'll get to, we'll just cover the meaningful games uh, for the um, for the Wednesday schedule and until the end of the regular season. But again, if you want all of our picks, just make sure to go over to the website sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, just hit that MLB tab. Just hit MLB picks, and you'll see our picks there daily uh, for all the games that are happening on the diamond a lot of day baseball tomorrow d rock let's dive right into it my friend uh first game is going to be a nl east battle at 12 20 uh eastern start early start here we got the philadelphia phillies they are in atlanta to take on the braves aaron nola gets a start here for the philadelphia phillies and bryce elder is on the mound here for the atlanta braves currently seeing the braves are a minus 148 home favorite here plus 124 on the money line for the uh uh, Philadelphia Phillies total is at nine and a half with juice towards the under at minus 115. 
Run line minus one and a half, plus one thirty six for the Braves, and plus one and a half, minus one sixty two for the Phillies. I'll start here with Aaron Nola. Um, you know, if you kind of look at his career numbers against the Braves, they they look pretty good. But I think what, the one thing that kind of stuck out to me about Aaron Nola is that he struggles when he pitches in Atlanta um, against the Braves. So just kind of put it into context here. So uh, Nola in his career uh, against the Braves in Atlanta. He's four and seven. Well, let me start with his overall record, and I call it. I'll split it by there, just kind of tell you guys the difference. But so Nola in his career against the uh, Braves, fifteen and ten with a three point four one ERA, and then on the road uh, in Atlanta, he's just four and seven with a four point two six ERA. And then just to put into context, uh, how he's done in Philadelphia against the Braves. 11 and 3 with a 2.73 ERA. So significant splits here for Aaron Nola when he pitches at home uh, or when he pitches in Atlanta. At least for this game, he is going to be pitching in Atlanta. Um, did have a start earlier this season against Atlanta. Um, she had two starts earlier this season against Atlanta. One was a great start back in Philadelphia on June 22nd. Six shutout innings. He allowed two hits. But then his uh, start in May on the 25th against the Braves in Atlanta, five earned runs he gave up in six innings, allowed two walks, three home runs in that game. And over his last five starts here, D-Rock, he's 2-1 and one with a 4.88 ERA. And for whatever reason, within the division, he has struggled in seven starts in the NL East. He's 0-3 with a 5.08 ERA. And on the road this season, 6-6 six and six with a 5.58 ERA. Meanwhile, Bryce Elder has been very consistent for this Atlanta Braves team on the season. He's 12 in, uh, I think it was 12 and four, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 3.50 ERA at home in Atlanta this season, seven and one with a 2.99 ERA. He did face the Phillies earlier this season, seven shutout innings against the Phillies. He only allowed three hits in that span, six strikeouts as well. Um, has struggled over his last, uh, or did like struggle in his last start, which was against the Marlins. But prior to that, the Braves have won four of his last uh, five previous starts here. Um, I think I'm just going to continue fading the uh, Nola train in Atlanta at least. So I'm going to take the Braves on the money line here with Bryce Elder. I like him at home. 15 starts, 7-1, 2.99 ERA. I think that he should continue his success in Atlanta here. So give me the Braves on the money line here, D-Rock. Yeah, I really wanted to take the Phillies again. I uh, hit with them as a dog the other night with Zach Wheeler on the mound as underdogs uh, against this Braves team. But like you said, I just can't trust Aaron Nola on the road. He's just not the same pitcher as he is when he pitches in Philadelphia. And last time he faced the Braves in Atlanta, five runs given up in six innings. Phillies have actually lost both starts Nola has made against the Braves this season. Even though the Braves, you know, they've kind of taken their foot off the gas a little bit. You know, four in a row they've lost now. I still like them here at home to get back in the win column. You know, Nola hasn't looked good in the month of uh, September at all. He's a fade for me right now. I think Zach Wheeler's definitely their best pitcher. So I'm with you. I'll take the uh, short price, minus 148 with the Braves to bounce back here. All right, next game on the board. It's going to be a 12:35 Eastern start. The Minnesota Twins, they are in Cincinnati to take on the Reds. I'm currently seeing Bailey Ober is going to get the start here for the Minnesota Twins. And Hunter Green makes a start here for the Cincinnati Reds. Reds are a minus 120 home favorite here. Even money on the money line for the Minnesota Twins. Total is at 9 with juice uh, slightly towards the under at minus 112. Run line minus one and a half plus one fifty four for the Reds and plus one and a half minus one eighty five here uh, for the twi- Twins. D Rock, what do you got for this game? 
Yeah, I kind of like the dog here and the twins on the money line at even money. I actually made him a minus 125 favorite. I also lean over, over nine. I made my total 9.9. I don't know what it is, but I'm just not a fan of Hunter Green. You know, I, I don't think he's a good pitcher. He's one of those guys that the public loves to bet on because he gets a lot of those strikeout props, but he gives a lot of hard contact up and the Reds usually lose most of his starts. So not a big fan of him right now, to be honest. And to be this big of a favorite, I I know it's at home, but I, I just don't think they should be this big of a favorite against the Twins. I think Bailey Ober, not to say he's the best pitcher, but he's a little better than Green right now. But Ober, he's another guy. He gives up a lot of runs, two or more runs in nine straight games. I think both pitchers are good to give up a few runs in here. So love the over at, at plus 102, and I'm going to take the Twins. I think they're a more complete team right now. Yeah, you take a look at uh, four of the last five starts for Bailey Ober. Um he has or the combined runs uh in four of those last five starts have seen 10 or more so last start uh 12 against the white Sox, 13 in the rangers start 10 with the brewers and then he had back-to-back starts against the tigers one uh, produced eight runs and the other one had 14 runs uh in that game um bailey ober has been a little bit better um on the road five and three with a 3.83 era but like you mentioned that he's susceptible to giving up those runs um and again i don't trust hunter green either i agree with you that it's either strike out with him or the ball's going over the fence there's sometimes i feel like there's no in between with him and again walks are an issue for him as well over his last five starts he's allowed 14 walks uh or he's issued for 14 walks i should say to the opposition so I'm with you on the over here. I really do like the first five innings uh, over as well. Um, I think both uh, pitchers probably give up two to three runs each. Uh, if that number is at five for the first five, uh, I would not be opposed to taking the uh, first five over uh, in this game between the Reds and the Twins. All right, D-Rock, before we get over to the next game, let me tell everyone about DraftKings Sportsbook. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping up keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. Uh, And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up uh, and sign up with code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't have to be stressful. Game Time is fast and an easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets, their best prices are guaranteed, and you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Like I mentioned, football is uh, well underway. You probably want to get out to the ballpark uh, before the season wraps up. Let Game Time take the stress away. They have flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Images of your seat views and the lowest price guaranteed. They also have event cancellation protection in case uh, something does happen. Those, uh, you know, whether there's a game that gets postponed or you know, an event does get postponed or uh, rescheduled. They have your back. Forgetting uh, planning months in advance, Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. 
The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. Get this. They are so confident in their pricing that if you find um, a lower price in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That is how confident they are. The best thing that I love about their app is that when you go in to buy those tickets, you can actually see the image uh, of your seat view at that specific venue. So there's not going to be any surprises when you actually do get to the venue. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set to go. The, the tickets are sent directly to your phone. You don't have to hassle through your mailbox or your email box. So download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off for your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX. BX for $20 off. Download Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices are guaranteed. All right, next game on the board we're going to get to. It's going to be a 205 Eastern start. The Boston Red Sox and the Texas Rangers are battling it out in Arlington. Uh, I am currently seeing Brian Bellow is going to get the start here for the Boston Red Sox. And John Gray is on the mound here for the Texas Rangers. Looking at the lines for this game, the Rangers are a minus one minus one forty two uh, road favorite. Sorry, home favorite plus one twenty on the money line for the Boston Red Sox. Total is set at eight and a half with juice towards the over at minus one twenty. Run line minus one and a half plus one thirty for the Rangers and plus one and a half minus one fifty five uh, for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I'll lead it off here with the uh, Red Sox here with Brian Bello and you know, we just talked about it with Bailey Ober and Hunter Green that those two pitchers are, are are giving up the runs. Well, so is Brian Bellow. He's allowed at least three earned runs in four – or sorry, I should say, he's allowed at least three runs in four straight starts, and he's allowed at least uh, three earned runs in three out of his last four starts. Um, the Boston Red Sox have won three out of his last five starts, and he's been – I guess I want to say he's been consistent. I should say that. He did have a start earlier this season against the Texas Rangers where he did go seven innings, allowed eight hits, only two earned runs in that game. He did have three strikeouts. And on the road, he's 7-3 with a 3.86 ERA. While John Gray has uh, kind of been uh, going the opposite direction for this uh, Rangers pitching staff, over his last five games, 0-2 with a 7.17 ERA. He's allowed 17 earned runs and 21 in, uh, one. 21 and one-third innings pitched. He has also allowed at least three earned runs in five straight starts uh, to the opposition. And again, there are being, uh, plenty of runs being scored uh, in those starts by John Gray. So um, another game where I do like to over here, D-Rock, first five over, or if you want to go full game over eight and a half. Um, again, the Rangers are batting loud in the AL West. I just can't trust their bullpen, man. They have been in shambles all yeah. season long. I think that's just going to be their downfall, but I do like the over, and I'll lead with the Red Sox here on the money line, but my favorite, my more favorite play, first five inning over and full game over here, D-Rock. Yeah, if you can get eight and a half still out there, I do see some nines, so it is trickling up to nines, but yeah, I agree on the over. I set my total at 9.4, so I do think we'll see runs, but I'm seeing plus 126 out there, and this is just a crazy line to me, I feel like. I made the Rangers a favorite, yeah, but only a minus 115. Getting plus 126 with the Red Sox on the money line, I, I have to take it. You know, both teams, they're not really playing their best baseball right now, but, you know, one and four in their last five games for both teams. But the Red Sox are three and one against this Ranger team. And John Gray, you kind of outlined it. He's really not someone I want to back. You know, he's given up three or more runs in five straight starts. He has a loss against this Red Sox team. Rangers are just struggling to score runs. It's kind of like this month and a half, two months. They've kind of been up, 
down, back yeah. up, and now they're back down again. So it's very inconsistent. Not so, not a team I really want to back right now. I trust. It's crazy to say, but I feel like I trust this Red Sox lineup a little more right now. At least they're scoring runs. So I got to take the dogs here. So give me the Red Sox on the money line with Bello. I do think he's a little better than John Gray, and I agree with the over. I think both pitchers will give up some runs. Yeah, uh, for those of you wondering, I'm a little under the weather. That's why so I sound like a, maybe, I don't know, uh, a frog or whatever you want to call it. But uh, try to muster through it, try to power through it. Um, but uh, Have you been to Arlington, by the way? Um, <clears throat> I will say this. My uh, my cousin's sister lives in the Dallas area, um, but I actually haven't been to the Arlington area. Um, I want to say that's, our, that's where the Cowboys used to play before they made their new stadium, the AT&T mm-hmm. Stadium. Uh, they used to be in Arlington, but now I, I want to say they're in Fresco now. So um, it's like a whole Metroplex area. I haven't been to the Arlington area, but I have been uh, in the Dallas uh, and the Fresco area. Fresco is just super nice. I, and if you if yeah. you ever are in Dallas, you definitely need to get out there. That's what I was uh, researching, like up and coming, like new cities. And they're saying Austin, Arlington, Fre- they're saying those towns are really nice. Yeah, I know there were some rumors about um, – I think it's Universal that maybe uh, Universal Studios that are planning to make a, uh, I guess, like a theme park or a resort out. In, it's either Fresco or I know it's in the Dallas area for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's only going to bring in more money for the for that city there. But, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with Austin either. Austin yeah. is like, yeah, it, it's super nice. The, the food is always great as well. So uh, I'm not going to shy you away if you ever move out to Austin, D-Rock. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game on the schedule. We have another uh, 210 Eastern start. We got the Baltimore Orioles and the Houston Astros, probably a series of the early week here uh, between these two teams. Uh, currently seeing Kyle Bradish is going to start here for the Baltimore Orioles and Christian Javier is on the mound here for the Houston Astros. Um, officially, I'm seeing lines here on um, a book. So it's either varying between minus 110 and minus 125 for the Astros and then mm. even money and plus what excuse me plus 105 uh for the um Baltimore Orioles and the total is set at 9 uh, in this game here, uh, D Rock, do you see anything different? No, I was going to ask you real quick, is that an offshore book? Uh so that is going to be let's see here. It is in front of me or did it go? I just had it here. Uh, where is it? That is bet online and bookmaker. Okay. Yeah. Cause I don't see anyone, uh, see any lines or, or the books that I've been using, but, uh, I did make lines. It's at, we're getting plus money with the Orioles. I actually made the Orioles a minus one ten favorite minus one and a half plus one fifty five my, uh, plus one ten for the Astros plus one and a half is at minus one fifty five total 9.5. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's just really hard not to back the Orioles right now, I feel like, especially since we're getting plus money in some books. Even after clinching a playoff berth the other day, you know, this team is still playing hard. They're not letting their foot off the gas because they do have something to fight for. The division is still in play. Uh, yeah. I know the Rays are, I think, two, two and a half games back behind them, but they've won three in a row while... Astros are a very good team. Don't get me wrong, but they've been a little inconsistent for my liking. There's no reason this team should have lost two or three last week from the Kansas City Royals. Yeah. That I felt like that was unacceptable. But, you know, I, I think we can see another game like the first game of the series, a high-scoring affair. It was 7-8. to eight. I think we could see runs here. So, like I said, uh, does that book give you a total or no? I see nines. 
Okay, yeah, like I said, I set my total at 9.5. So I do think we'll see runs, though. The last five games, they, we've gone into the double digits with these two teams. So two good offenses with both pitchers that give up some runs. So I think the over is in play here. Yeah, I mean, Javier, over his last five games, one and two with a 6.00 ERA. And I know Captain Sano's pointing out as well that the home and road splits for uh, Javier are are about a run and a half uh, different. He's better at home at Minute Maid Park than he is on the road. Um, but you're right. I think it's something similar that we'll probably see what we saw on Monday night where it was an 8-7 final. I mean, maybe not 15 runs being scored, but I can definitely see, you know, these two, both these teams combined getting into uh, double digits here. And again, Kyle Bresch, I know we've talked about him a lot on the pod, but I feel like he's been one of the more consistent pitchers, if not possibly the best pitcher for the Baltimore Orioles um, this season. He's been really good on the road as well. Seven and three with a 3.56 ERA and over his last five starts. He's been absolutely amazing uh, for the Baltimore Orioles. Four and one with a 2.90 ERA. But like you mentioned, D-Rock, that four of the last five wins that uh, Kyle Bradish has had for the Orioles, all four of those games have been in double digits. So he's getting the run support uh, when he's on the mound here. So the Orioles, uh, prior to uh, the Rays' loss, had scored 11, 7, 5, and 12 for Kyle Bradish uh, when he was pitching for them. So, yeah, I agree with you. I like the Orioles. If you get them at a plus price here, I, I love the Orioles here. Uh, and I do like the over in this game here as well, currently at 9. Uh, but we anticipate it opening up at 9. If you don't have access to uh, DraftKings right now, they don't have a line up for that game just yet. All right, D-Rock, uh, before we get over to the next game here, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate or or for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SG. PN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And Ross, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. So watch along, make your picks, and make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or their website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, D-Rog, let's get over to the next game on the board here. Um, I know someone wanted us to, uh, to cover the uh, Diamondbacks game, so why don't we just uh, uh, give our thoughts on that here quickly. It's a 340 Eastern start between the Giants and the Diamondbacks. Logan Webb is on the mound for the Giants. And Merrill Kelly gets a start for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are a minus 118 home favorite here. Minus 102 on the money line uh, for the San Francisco Giants. Total set at eight. 
Uh, run line plus one and a half, minus one ninety two for the Diamondbacks, and minus one and a half, plus one sixty for the Giants. Here, uh, D Rock, did you have anything for this game? Yeah, uh, another big game here. You know, NL wild card race. San Francisco's—they're only two games back of the last playoff slot in the NL wild card. While Snakes—they're in the second wild card slot as of right now. So. Yeah, big series for both clubs. As for the game, I kind of like the Giants here on the road. I know they struggle on the road, but I kind of trust Logan Webb a little more in this spot than Merrill Kelly. He just got waxed by the Mets in his last start. And I know the counter to this is, you know, Kelly's better at home than he might than he is on the road. And that might be the case, but the Mets scoring seven runs off of you. And let's not forget the Giants hit him pretty well in his last start as well. Yeah. Webb, he's pitched solid against the Snakes in all three of his starts against the Diamondbacks. So, you know, I, I think the Giants have the pitching advantage here. So I'll roll the dice. Minus 102 I actually made the Giants a minus 120 favorite on the road. So I'll take the Giants here. As exactly what you just said there, that Logan Webb has just been really good uh, against this Diamondbacks team, not only in his career, but this season as well. A uh, career long forward two with a 2.62 ERA. And just this season alone against the Diamondbacks in three starts, 1-0 with a 2.57 ERA. And if you're a prop player, you probably want to take a look at Logan Webb's uh, outs issued because he's gone uh, seven innings in all three of the games uh, mm-hmm. this season that he's pitched against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I know we've talked a lot about the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, their bullpen. I mean, the, the pitcher could have a great start within those first five, six innings, but I, just, I still don't trust that bullpen uh, for the Diamondbacks. But I'm with you, man. Give me the Giants here on the money line with Logan Webb. Uh, it's just that he's just been so good against the uh, Diamondbacks in his career. Yeah. Uh, all right, next game we wanted to touch on here is going to be a 7.05 Eastern start. Toronto Blue Jays, they are in Yankee Stadium. <coughs> Excuse me. To take on the Yankees. Uh, Michael King is getting the start here for the Yankees. And Kevin Gossman on the mound here for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, it's minus 110 on the money line for each way. Total is set at seven and a half. Run line minus one and a half, plus one fifty for the Toronto Blue Jays, and plus one and a half, minus one eighty for the New York Yankees. I'll start here with Kevin Gossman, man. He's been actually pretty decent against the Yankees, uh, not only in his career, but I think especially this season. I'm trying to pull up the exact uh, splits here for this season for Kevin Gossman. Um, uh, let's see here. This season, Kevin Gossman against the Yankees. Uh, in two starts, he's has a 1-0 record with a 1.29 ERA. He's been in double-digit strikeouts in both of those starts against the New York Yankees. He did go seven innings each in both of those starts against the New York Yankees. Uh, one game, he uh, pitched uh, shutout baseball, only allowed three hits. In the second start, seven innings, uh, two earned runs, uh, 10 strikeouts, like I mentioned, uh, in bad start. And over his last five games, he's kind of been up and down. He has a 2-2 two and two record with a 4.23 ERA. Um, coming off of a bad outing, which was against the Texas Rangers, where he allowed four earned runs and four and two-thirds innings pitch. Six walks he issued in that game to the Texas Rangers. Uh, Michael King, um, I guess when you say consistency, um, I think his name will pop up at least for this month of September and August because he's been really good when he's uh, actually been getting starts here for the New York Yankees. He hasn't allowed more than one earned run uh, in any of his last five starts, and they've come against the Nationals, the Tigers, the Astros, the Brewers, and the Red Sox. Uh, The last two starts, uh, he allowed one earned run each each in those games, eight strikeouts against the Red Sox and nine strikeouts against the Milwaukee Brewers. has faced uh, the Toronto Blue Jays three times this season. That's uh, That's been out of the bullpen, so not a lot of data to go off of there. 
I feel like this might just turn into a pitcher duel here because I like the way, I like the form that Michael King is in right now. I like the dominance that Kevin uh, Gossman has had against his uh, New York Yankees team. And also, if you're a player prop uh, player, strikeouts for Kevin Gossman, I think that he should have another dominant performance uh, in this game against the Blue Jays. And Michael King could be sneaky here as well. The only caveat is, is that he only goes about five innings uh, mm-hmm. for the New York Yankees. So maybe a first five innings uh, under in this game. I like the full game under as well. Gun to my head, I'll go with the uh, Blue Jays all the money line here, but I really do like uh, the under and Kevin Costman strikeouts in this game here, D-Rock. Yeah, anything for the uh, pit for the strikeouts, anything like a five and a half or six, I doubt we'd get it that low, but uh, yeah, I agree on that. Uh, wind's blowing out tomorrow in um, – in Yankee Stadium, so it should help the uh, should help a little bit. I think I I gotta go with the Blue Jays here on the road. I just don't feel like the odds shouldn't be this close, in my opinion. I made uh, minus one ten for the Blue Jays. I made the Blue Jays a minus one seventy favorite with wow. Kevin Gossman on the mound. Not I'm. It's not that I don't like Michael King because I do think he has been okay. He just doesn't really go that long, four or five innings max. But, you know, the way the Blue Jays have been playing, they just got done sweeping the Red Sox. They're playing good baseball, and I feel like they need to continue playing well because Seattle and the Rangers are right behind them in that AL wildcard race, and they can find themselves out of the playoffs real quick. So I, I just think the Blue Jays, they have the pitching advantage with Kevin Gossman, and I do think they have the hitting advantage in that lineup. So. So I think they are the right side, and for it to open up as a pick does worry me a little bit, but I got to trust my numbers. I'll take the Blue Jays here. Yeah, I'm with you on the Blue Jays. Again, uh, Captain Sane also pointing out the uh, strikeout props here for Kevin Gossman. Definitely going to be on that. Even if it's at 7.5, I, I feel like that this should be a bounce-back start uh, for uh, Kevin Gossman uh, in this game. Um, let's go back to a game here, uh, D-Rock, where – we don't have lines first, so we'll use uh, D Rock's lines here. Uh, let's go back to the Mets and the Marlins. Uh, it is going to be a uh, let's see here a six forty Eastern start between the Mets and the Marlins. Kodai Senga uh, is on the mound here for the New York Mets, and uh, Yuri Perez takes the mound here for the Miami Marlins. Uh, let me see on my odd screen if there is a any remotely close lines up. So I am seeing the uh, Marlins are a minus 125 home favorite here. Mm. You can either get plus 115 or plus 105 on the New York Mets. Total is at seven and a half in this game here, D-Rock. I know you've been a huge fan of Kodai Senga. Are you backing him mm-hmm. here in this game? Odds seem very close to mine, which worries me a little bit. I made the Marlins a minus 130 favorite, minus one and a half, uh, plus 135. Reverse it for the Mets, plus 130. For the money line, plus one and a half is at minus 130. Total is at 7.3. So, agree on the under. I I do think we'll see a lower scoring game. And, you know, I do like Kodai Senga here. Uh, And, you know... As much as people love to fade Kodai Senga on the road, he has gotten much better throughout the season pitching away from City Field, I would argue. Three runs total in his last two starts on the road. Walks are the big thing. Walks can be an issue for him sometimes, but Yuri Perez at home, man. He has been lights out. Three and one with a 169 ERA. Batters are only hitting a buck 84 off of him. Surprisingly, he hasn't faced the Mets uh, this season. And, you know, Marlins are another one of these teams that need to win this series because they're on the outside looking in of the playoffs right now. And the Mets, 
Yeah. I know it's crazy to say, but the Mets have actually owned the Marlins this season. Five and two straight up against the Fish this year. And two of those five wins have come from Sanga. So if we get anything over a plus a plus 130 or a higher, I, I have to take the Mets just pure based on the numbers. But anything under a minus 120, I do think there is a little that's a fair price for the Marlins at home. So, yeah, do with that what you will. Yeah, look, I mean, you mentioned Senga hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in any of his last five starts. Um, he's just been that good. He's got at least six innings uh, in uh, five straight starts uh, for the Mets as well. And over his last five starts, two and one with a 1.65 ERA, 42 strikeouts. He's been in double-digit strikeouts in three of his last four starts uh, for the New York Mets, which is absolutely brilliant stuff from Senga. Um, and he did face the Marlins twice this season, 11 and one-thirds innings pitch in those two games. 14 strikeouts. He only allowed two earned runs uh, to the Miami Marlins. Uh, and like you mentioned, Yuri Perez has also been really good at home this season for the Marlins. So I think this might just turn into a pitcher's duel as well. Um, maybe look at some strikeout props in this game here as well, whether it's for Senga or if you want to look at Yuri Perez as well. He's had at least seven strikeouts in three of his last five starts uh, this season. Uh, for or Three of his last five starts. Um, over the course of that time. So um, uh, I'll lean with the Mets here again, depending on what the number officially yeah. does come out at. If it does anything about plus 110, plus 115, I'll definitely be on the Mets here. But I really do like strikeouts for both of these pitchers, especially for Senga. I think that he can continue his dominance uh, uh, pitching-wise and against the Marlins here as well. Real quick. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. Do you, I, I think he has to be. I know he's an old rookie. He's 30 years old as a rookie, but... You don't think they any chance they'd give it they give him rookie of the year as a pitcher, right? I know the guy everyone wants to win is Corbin Carroll. For Sanga? Yeah. Yeah, I think that again. He has an argument, I feel like. Oh, I he's a top five so. pitcher in the NL. I mean, besides obviously Blake Snell and Justin Steele and Spencer Strider, Kodai Sanga's right up there with Logan Webb, Zach Allen, you know, like yeah. I, I don't know. I think, you know, the problem is, or I, this is probably a biased opinion, but I feel like that anytime an offensive player is considered for any type of award yeah. outside of Cy Young, like they're going to give it to mm-hmm. like Makes that sense. player. Right. Um, but, you know, we, we had talked about Corbin Carroll and his um, <coughs> wrist injury that if it was more significant, I think that definitely Senga's name would have definitely been in uh, up there. As far as in the betting market, I just don't see updated numbers right now. It's only for MVP and Cy Young award. Uh, but again, I, I just think that, yeah, Sanga definitely, again, he's on the cusp of having 200 strikeouts in his rookie season, right? That's um, insane. Yeah. And he has been, he's, his ERA is below three as well at 2.95. So, yeah. We'll try to fish around and see if we can find some updated rookie of the year odds. Maybe the chat can help, help us out with that. But, rookie yeah, I mean, of you the year. Minor um, consideration. 200, yeah, 200 to one Corbin Carroll. So, Oh, Mine right. it. Yeah. Uh, Kodai Sega's second. He's 15 to one. And then you have Spencer Strider, 150 to one. James Altman. Okay. But yeah, they're they're going to give it to an offensive player. Yeah. I agree. I just think the season that he's having, and it doesn't help that he's a pitcher, that he only goes five days and Corbin Carroll's an everyday player. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, I think we got to all the games. I think we have one more left here, D-Rock. That's going to be the yeah. uh, Cubbies, uh, the Pirates, and the Cubs here. It's going to be a 740 Eastern start. Uh, we have Justin Steele on the mound here, a uh, fan of the show. 
uh, Justin Steele on the, on the mound for the Cubs. And Mitch, I'm seeing Mitch Keller. And then you also saw another pitcher, which was for the Pirates. Uh, again, D-Rock, remind me. Yeah, it was uh, Quinn Priester. Uh, Priester. Priester, okay. Yeah. Um, let me see if one of these offshore books have odds up for this game. So I don't see any odds uh, in this game, but I feel like we'll probably be on the same side depending on our regardless of who the pitcher is for the Pirates here, D-Rock. I do actually see just money lines up right now. Uh, minus 175 okay. for the Cubs, plus 135 for the Pirates. You know, obviously they okay. don't put totals out there later in the day with the wins at Wrigley, but... You know, I, I made the Cubs over a two dollar favorite with Justin Steele on the mound. It, it like we were talking before, uh, it doesn't look like he'll win the Cy Young this year, but yeah. what a season he has had for this Cubs team and still a chance to get in the playoffs for the Cubs. You know, I think we're gonna see a very motivated Justin Steele tomorrow. You know, his last start against the Diamondbacks, it had to have been his worst start of the season. And I just yeah. coming a guy like that who's so competitive, I don't I just don't think that's gonna sit right with him. You know, the Cubs need to start start winning and catching fire because they haven't been playing well two and eight in their last 10 games. And the pitching has been awful for them. I think with their ace on the mound going up against a young Quinn Priester, who he's allowed three or more runs in every single start this season. I just think this is a good get right spot for the Cubbies at home. I got to side with them. And depending on the number, the official numbers that come out, if we get anywhere close or even plus money on the run line, I think it's worth a sprinkle, but I, I got to side with Justin Steele here. Yeah, uh, no argument for me for sure. I think this is a good bounce back spot here for Justin Steele. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, over their last two, over the last two weeks against left-handed pitching, they are number 24 in WRC plus team batting average against left-handed pitching. They are at number 16. Uh, slugging percentage, they are at number 19 in OPS. Uh, right at number 18, but I feel like, like I agree with you. This is going to be a great bounce back spot here uh, for Justin Steele. Um, again, if, if it is plus uh, money on the run line, I think that I would definitely be all over the Cubs uh, in that spot. But um, maybe look at some Justin Steele strikeout props in this game here as well uh, for this game against the Pirates. Uh, um, I think that just about covers it, D-Rock. We got to those games, right? I don't think we missed any of them. Nope. No. All right. So any. one order of biz. Yeah. One order of business left here. That's going to be our lock and dog for the Wednesday schedule. D-Rock, you want to lead us off? Yeah, uh, we'll start with my lock. I am going to stay in New York and take uh, the Blue Jays. Going to fade the Yankees here at home. It's not so much the fate of Michael King. It's just, you know, I just don't think he'll be out there long enough to sustain a lead or keep the Yankees close. I think the Blue Jays with Kevin Gossman, I think he's really going to limit the bats of the Yankees. And that lineup is uh, clicking on all cylinders right now. So I'll take the short price as my lock for the Blue Jays on the money line. And for my dog, I did say a couple uh, dogs that I like tomorrow, but... Give me the Boston Red Sox on the road to take to beat the Rangers. You know, Brian Bello, he's been a little inconsistent or consistently. I guess not bad, but consistently giving up runs, but I just trust the Red Sox a little more than I do the Rangers right now. You know, both not playing really well, but the Red Sox have just had the Rangers number three and one against the Rangers this year. And, it's also the fact that I really am not high on John Gray. He's not really someone I want to back. He gives up a ton of runs and against his Red Sox line, Red Sox lineup. I just, I think that's a bad recipe. So plus plus one twenty six, I think that's tremendous value for the Red Sox. 
I agree. Uh, I think the the plus 120 on the Red Sox, especially with Bella, who's been the most consistent pitcher. I know there was a stretch there where he was kind of up and down, uh, but he, he has good numbers against the Rangers this season as well. And John Graver's last five starts just has not been very good uh, for the Rangers. And then, you know, we haven't mentioned the bullpen of how bad the Rangers bullpen is. So they're always susceptible to giving up a few runs there as well. So um, I can't argue against that. Uh, all right, for my luck, I will go with the over in the Twins and the Reds game. Um, again, we talked about Hunter Green. Uh, it's either strikeouts, uh, it's either strikeout, a walk, or the ball's going over the fence. Uh, there's kind of no in between uh, for Hunter Green, but I think that both of these pitchers will give up a few runs uh, within those first five innings. If you're able to get a first five over um, at five for this uh, two teams, again, I think that number does get over the number as well. Um, but at nine, I think it's a little conservative here. So. I'm going to go over nine fade both pitchers here uh, for my dog. I'm going to go with the Braves run line here. I know they're kind of lollygagging and let's trying to get to the, the finish line here, but I think number one, Bryce elder um, he's been so dominant in Atlanta for the Braves and also Aaron Nola. We talked about the home and road splits against this Atlanta team. Um, not only, you know, over his career, but over the last two seasons where in Philadelphia, he's been so good against the Braves, but on the road, in Atlanta, it's just a completely different story. So I thought there's a good bounce back spot here for the Braves. Um, I know they've been giving up runs, but Bryce Elder has just been absolutely phenomenal at home uh, for the Braves. So I'll take the Braves run line minus one and a half plus 136 uh, as my dog for the Wednesday schedule. Uh, we're going to have to enjoy these last couple Wednesdays uh, and Thursdays here, D-Rock, with day yeah. baseball because it's going to go away uh, fairly soon here. But um Anything else we want to mention before we get out of here, my friend? No, just uh, enjoy it because you know how exhilarating. There's nothing like playoff baseball. I know we've kind of, yeah. you know, not lally-dagged to the finish line like the Braves, but, you know, we, we've got our mindset to other things. But once playoff baseball starts, we're locked and loaded. I can't wait to, you know, try to get everyone on the pod and have our uh, playoff bracket. I was very good last year. I took the Mariners and the Blue Jays. But, uh, you know, hey, and also feel better, Moonoff. You know, you're a man yeah. of the people. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to muster through it here. Uh, but yeah, just gonna drink some tea, take some meds. Uh, hopefully, get some rest early night. There. No football on tonight. Early night. Yeah, no football on tonight. I actually, fe- I, I could not go to sleep because I had significant bets on the Steelers yesterday. So I had to kind of watch that <laughs> game all the way to the end. So uh, that was. I, I will say that early on in the season, that's probably the luckiest one I'm going to have all year because oh Kenny Pickett God. just was not in last night no. for. Uh, for the uh, for the Steelers, but hey, shout out to Deshaun Watson, man. Um, uh, getting it done for my uh, bets <laughs> last night, but yeah, no football today. But um, hopefully, can get some rest. And again, we're gonna power through the regular rest of the regular season. Gotta get it while you can because Max yeah. is approaching. <laughs> Yeah, Maxion for sure. Maxion always fun. Maxion, <laughs> I is love the greatest. it. Yeah, Maxion, it. it's auto overs and you're you're cashing bets. Yeah, uh, and it gets uh, it gets us through to like Thursday night football yeah. and the weekend. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. All right, we'll be back tomorrow in some form or fashion for the MLB Gambling Podcast. Again, if you haven't already, uh, give us a follow on Twitter at MLB SGPN. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, uh, MLB Gambling Podcast. And then also, if you haven't left us a rating and review uh, for the show, please do ahead and go, uh, do so. Uh, we'll try to work up some type of fun contest for the playoffs for the World Series. Uh, so we'll work. I'll work on that in the in the, uh, in the meantime. Uh, for our, our listeners. I appreciate everybody in the chat again. The usual suspects, TVDBJ, first in the door again. 
uh, Captain Sano, um, Ryan was in there as well, a couple of new faces, so appreciate everybody. Riley's in there as well, so appreciate all you guys joining us uh, as usual uh, every single day for the MLB season. Now you can follow DRock on Twitter uh, at Rock with two Ks, R O C K K 24. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.